0: What is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here. today right on the 10-game NBA main site on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. i make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm also making videos for NBA Top Shot. If you guys did miss my recent uh, Top Shot video, I uh, made one explaining kind of the state of the market, the bear market that we're in, and also opened a rare pack. So uh, go check that out. Again, uploaded it a couple days ago if you guys are into NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch his YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link in the description below. It is called the DK DFS show. If you guys have interest in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com an esports package, which includes called Duty and CS:GO as well as an MBA package. And I do want to thank price picks for sponsoring this episode. Um, this is your first time watching these videos, or maybe you're just not familiar with price picks. So what the idea is, you take over under on fantasy points. So they will have fantasy projections for, for all the players. Right now, they have eight players up right now, but they have a lot more throughout the day. These will move. So if you see one that you think is either too high or too low, you should hop on that right then. Because, then it, because like I said, these will change. So... For example, Russell Westbrook is projected for 54 fantasy points tomorrow. You know, would you like the over or under? Like for me, Westbrook, even in a tough matchup, I mean, 54 does seem a little bit low. So I would probably lean on the over for a guy like him. But um, yeah, they have a ton of different sports. You can mix and match sports. They have second second half contests. They have fourth quarter contests. If you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and you just go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with or a free $100. And, And the fun thing about prize picks, it's a nice change of pace. You're not playing against anyone. You're just playing against the house. So it's a lot less stressful, I will say that. But um, yeah, and then also before we get in the video, I just want to thank you guys for all support. Again, closing in, itch, inching closer and closer to that 9,000 subscriber mark. So if you guys do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know, live. As always, I will be doing YouTube live from tomorrow. So make sure to check it out and let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video. All right, so before we talk about players and their prices for this 10 game slate, unfortunately we got a look at my lineup here for tuesday so tuesday got a a hanging breaking ball right down the middle really like this slate just a complete swing and a miss could not have gone worse it is it is A notebook slate. Had to bring out the notes for today. Yeah, it was that bad. Um, So, where do you guys want to start? I guess I can start with um, a move that I made uh, that I announced on Patreon. I was like, hey, I am making a suboptimal play and fading the best player on the slate, and I am hoping that game blows out. I was like, hey, if the Thunder can keep it close, I am dead in the water. Yes, you guys know what I'm talking about. Jalen Brown so faded the best play on the slate and sure enough the Thunder keep it close just already basically dead just to add insult to injury my pivot off of the absolute chalk in Jalen Brown was a low owned Malcolm Brogdon it's like hey that Pacers Blazers game there's no blowout risk uh super fast pace You know, going to be a ton of points scored. I think Brogdon has similar upside as Jalen Brown. is going to come in at way lower ownership. So what happens? The Pacers get blown out. And if you played Brogdon, he had, like, over 20 fancy points in the first quarter and finished with, like, 25. So, yeah, just... Also, like, there, there's so much here. So, let's just go over my lineup. It is, I, again, I got to I gotta warn you guys, it is so ugly. Like, you're going to puke just looking at this. But, all right, so here we go. Just all snowflakes. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Kevin Porter Jr., Edmund Sumner, Jakar Sampson, Nurkic, D'Lo, Hardaway, Cat. I guess I can get out of the way so you guys can see. Ugh. So, again, tilted. Uh, again, I, like, I faded a... The best play in the slate. I, I took a calculated risk. It went horrible. It went just completely just the worst. Worst possible outcome um, with that, the the Boston Celtics game staying close and my pivot, that game blowing out. Uh, so, yeah, Brogdon, again, had amazing first quarter, and then the Pacers just couldn't score after that. Kevin Porter Jr. and DeAndre Russell. So, Kevin Porter Jr., about 70% in high dollar. DeAndre Russell, about 70% in high dollar. You want to know what they started in the first half shooting? One of 14. One of 14 combined for Kevin Porter Jr. and DeAndre Russell. All right, we're not done. I'm I'm not done. I'm not even anywhere close to done tilting. How about Edmund Sumner? You know, guard slash wing... This guy's never in foul trouble. You don't have to worry about foul trouble with, with you know, guards, wings. No. No, you don't. Five fouls. Five fouls for Edmund, Edmund Sumner early in the third. Just doesn't come back in. Also, 70% owned in high dollar. Jakar Sampson. I literally like clockwork. You play Jakar Sampson, he gets two quick fouls. Why not? Plus the blowout. He doesn't play in the blowout. O'Shea Bursette plays in the, gets all the blowout run and just crushes in the blowout. If you played O'Shea Bursette, um, yeah, congrats. You did get obviously a little bit lucky since Berset played the entire blowout and just crushed. And then you soft Nerkic. First, yeah, obviously tilted about the blowout. He lost Mets there, but he only plays 11 first half minutes. He had like 25 at half in 11 first half minutes and barely played the second half uh, due to Terry Stotts' weird rotation, plus the blowout. So you had a low-O Nurkic on pace for 50-plus blowout. The Kevin Porter Jr., D'Angelo Russell, just shooting, like, 5% from the field. Five fouls in Edmund Sumner. Like clockwork, foul trouble for Jakar Sampson, plus blowout. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is the one guy that looking is looking all right. And he, Rick Carlisle trolls everyone and starts Trey Burke over Hardaway. Um, yeah, Hardaway was still popular. And then I used Carl Anthony Towns. I talked about this. I was like, hey, you know, I thought I thought the optimal build was you play Brock or I thought the optimal build was you play uh, Jalen Brown, you play Kevin Durant, and you play like Brock. I thought it was a balanced build. But I was like, hey, I'm taking a suboptimal approach. You know, I'm, I'm taking a shot fading uh, Brown. I'm taking a shot in Carl Anthony Towns, hoping you have a ceiling game. Just again, awful, awful. Like all, all the the good plays basically busted. Besides Jalen Brown, one of those slates I just want to forget. So. I might finish dead last. I li- like literally might finish dead last. So that's that's how my night's gone. <laughs> All right, that's enough for the look back. Uh, yeah, a slate I would like to forget. And the thing is, I actually liked that slate going into it. So we got 10 games to go over today we have six of the 10 games out right now let's let's talk about this one so we have hawks and 76ers a 220 over under the 76ers eight point favorites bulls knicks 207 and a half over under the knicks five point favorites lakers wizards 223 over under lakers three point favorites spurs and heat a 209 over under the heat four point favorites pelicans nuggets at 228 and a half over under the nuggets four point favorites and the Blazers and the Grizzlies at 235 over under the Grizzlies to an point favorite. So we'll start off with Orlando and Cleveland. I mean, you can't get much, you can't get a, a much worse matchup than the Orlando Magic going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. You could not pay me to watch this game. Um, so the Orlando Magic, what we know. Terrence Ross, doubtful. MCW, out. Uh, out of Porter Jr., out. And James Ennis is currently questionable. So assuming the guys that are questionable doubtful are out i think uh, cole anthony in the mid-range at 6.3k is a fair play should play low to mid 30s minutes. a guy that can stuff a stat sheet and should be you know kind of the number one on offense i think he's a you know a viable play carter jr mobama gonna split the son of mets don't have a ton of interest in either of them chumo kiki is below 5k and he should get about 30 mets i think he's a fair play like, not a guy that has a ton of upside, but, again, price point makes him viable. And then, like, oh, I really dislike playing Dwayne Bacon, but he did play 37 minutes the last game. Um, Yeah, playable for GBPs. Again, though, he's got to hit his shots, and I don't think I can stomach anyone else in the Magic. And then going over to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're also thin, so no Sexton, no Nance, no Torian Prince, no Hardenstein, no Del Vidova, no Lamar Stevens. Uh, we'll start with uh, Darius Garland at 7.7K. He should play 35 to 40 minutes. We'll be the number one on, on offense. I think he's a fair play just because again minutes uh, plus the fact that Cleveland are just a pretty bad team right now with the bigs and Allen versus Love. If I'm going to pick one, it's going to be Allen just because he will play more and you know, he can actually play 35 minutes. Kevin Love, like we're really not seeing a ton of minutes from him right now. So if I'm going to take a shot on one, it would be Allen, but don't love the play. Chuddy Osman has been the absolute chalk the last couple of slates, slates as he should have been. He's played 37 and 38 minutes. Assuming he starts again, I still think he's viable, right? Um, he should play similar minutes of 35 plus. Uh, the 5K price is not amazing. He's no, no longer a smash play, but I still think he's someone we can look to in the mid range. And then there's a couple of uh, viable value guys I'll talk about Okoro. Again, I really dislike playing him. Be careful here. He did shoot really well. He's normally a super low usage guy, but he should get over 30 minutes and is below 4K dean wade off the bench played 32 minutes playable right are you gonna get excited about dean wade no but he did play over 30 and he's 3.5k and the last guy i mentioned is damian dotson who played 24 minutes i think we get similar run from him he's a flatman price so yeah there's a few viable value guys that are playable for the Cavs, but no one that you're just like oh i really feel good about playing you know dean wade no no so uh, the Atlanta Hawks. I do not play centers against Joel Beat, so I'll not be playing Capella. Bogdan Badonovich is 7'6". I think he's in play for tournaments. I don't like the matchup, uh, but he should play, you know, 35 to 40 minutes. Uh, Goodwin's out. Trae Young's out. So he's on the ball in his hands a lot. I think he's a viable tournament play. Collins, Gallinari, no thank you. Um, Kevin Herter at 6'4", is doubtful. Like, I'm curious to see what Atlanta does with the starting lineup. Like, does Lou Williams maybe move in? maybe like they're thin on guard. So like if Lou Williams starts, I think he's someone we can look to for value. Um, I mean, Solomon Hill will probably get minutes, but he's such a low usage guy. And then Chris Dunn in his first game back only played 13 minutes. I think they're going to kind of ease him into it. So like, unless there's no limit for Chris Dunn, I don't even think I can go there. So yeah, kind of an ugly, uh, ugly team right now with a lot of injuries and a tough matchup. But um yeah, I think Bogdan, interesting contrarian a GBP play, and then maybe Lou Williams if he starts just because like I don't know what else they're gonna do. To the starting lineup, they are thin. On the 76er side, they're basically fully healthy. It's Joel Embiid for me, and that's about it. At 10.6k, I think he's a fine contrarian spend up, but not my favorite uh one on this slate, and that's really it. I'm not gonna get to anyone else. Charlotte Boston. So revenge Meredith here for Terry Rozier. I like him for tournaments. He should play, you know, in a close game, close to 40 minutes. Um you know, a guy that does have upside. So, Rogier is interesting for tournaments. I mean, Miles Bridges is playing really well. He had another big game today. I would still rather get to Rogier over Bridges. But if you want to ride the hot streak of Bridges, I'm not going to talk you off him. Also, Charlotte's basically running an eight-man rotation, which is nice. P.J. Washington, after a lot of good games in a row, he got an early foul trouble, like I mentioned, with P.J. Washington whenever he's somewhat popular. I mean, he wasn't super popular, but it's just like, yeah, you can't expect a ton of good games from P.J. in a row. If he starts the five again, viable. Uh, Devonta Graham's like a decent play in the mid range. I think get thirty to thirty-five minutes. Um, Cody Martin has been starting. If he starts again, then yes, he's playable. Um, just because the price point plus the minutes. And then off the bench, um, where is he? Brad Wanamaker got like mid twenties minutes. He's played twenty-four against Boston again. He played like twenty-five tonight. He's the flat min price. Yeah, you can use him. You can use him. All right, on the Boston side. So assuming Tatum, Kemba are both out again. Jalen Brown, probably the best spend-up. Again, had an absolutely massive game today because the Thunder kept it close. Um, Yeah, Price didn't move. Great matchup again. I think he's one of the better spend-ups of the slate for sure. Marcus Smart, I think shot like 2 of 15, but still, I think, somewhat salvaged the day. I think he's still solid play the mid-range. Scrolling down a bit more. Fournier started. Hold on, let me see how many minutes he played. I'm curious. Um, So, Fournier started. Oh, he played 35 minutes. Okay, so he's basically off his minutes restriction. Um, okay, so he played 35. Smart played 38. Brown played 38, uh, and then Pritchard played 33 off the bench. All right. So, yeah, I think um, Pritchard, you know, is a someone we could look to for value. He had a really good game today. Don't expect that good of a game, but uh, again, Boston they're going to need help if uh, those two guys are out again. And then. Um, Else is going to talk about here? Oh, Fournier, yeah. So, Fournier's a 5 3. Assuming he starts again and gets mid 30s minutes, he's actually playable. So, Boston's a team I kind of like just because if they're shorthanded again, you got Brown, you got Smart, you got Fournier, you got Pritchard. I think all look pretty good. Lakers, Wizards. So, they have LeBron, they have AD listed as out, even though it's probable. He was no longer on a minutes limit played 31 minutes. Uh, this is a fantastic matchup. Um, I think he's someone we could look to as a spend-up. You know, we haven't really seen a big game from AD in a while because, again, kind of easing him back into it. But now he gets a matchup against the Wizards with no LeBron still. I'm intrigued by Anthony Davis. Drummond, always playable. You guys know the drill. Super frustrating player in DFS. Does have up to it, though. Dennis Schroeder, as always, is the safest option because he of the assists. 13, 10, 10 assists. Good matchup. I think he's a perfectly fine play in the mid-range. I'm probably not going to get to anyone else in the Lakers. Moving on to the Wizards, Russell Westbrook. Um, again, very, very safe play at the top. Had that one floor game against Cleveland. But other than that, he's like 50-plus to 60-plus every single night. So Westbrook looks like one of the safest spin-ups of the board. Beal at 10K, more of a contrarian play. The center, roulette wheel. If I'm going to take a shot at one, it still would be Gafford, even though he got limited last game, just because, you know, when he does play more, he will absolutely crush. But right now, it's just like a complete shot in the dark. Uh, Scott Brooks, again, one of the worst coaches in the NBA. I'm not sure why he still has a job. Uh, Chicago and New York, not a good matchup here for the Bulls. So, not much that I love. Vooch can train, spend up, probably not for me. Kobe White is fine in the mid range. She should play mid 30s minutes. And, you know, him and Vooch have been the number one, number two in offense. Daniel Tice has had a ceiling game out of nowhere, played 32 minutes, went for 51 fancy points. It kind of feels like chasing if you go back here. Um, I think he's like a, a fine value, but don't expect anywhere near 51 fancy points again in a tough matchup. On the Knicks side, so Randall kind of had a four-game last game, but this is a pretty good matchup. If you want to go there, he's going to train and spend up. and not going to talk you off him. Derrick Rose at 5-4, you know, has played 33 mets in back-to-back games. 30-33-33. Um, you know, that's good to see. Hold on. Ooh. Thought I was going to sneeze. Sorry. All you guys know It's just literally the worst allergies and always have the itchiest nose whenever I make these videos. But, um... Uh, Yeah, so Rose, 30, 33, 33 minutes the last three games. That's good, right? So if Derrick Rose is going to continue to play over 30 minutes, I think he's someone that's a pretty good play at that price point. Reggie Bullock, you know, will play the minutes, but he's super light in scoring. Uh, Nero and 4.4K. I think we get, you know, 25 to 30 minutes, a fair value. And, yeah, that is really it for all right, so um, let's move on to San Antonio, Miami. Tough matchup here for the Spurs. DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, viable contrarian plays. Again, really don't like the matchup here. Derek White is out. Let's keep an eye on the starting lineup. I'm guessing it's probably going to be Lonnie Walker that moves in the starting lineup. If he does start, then yes, he's playable at 3.6K. And then I do think it's probably a few more minutes for Patty Mills, too, who played 32 the last game. Both those guys are in play for value. I don't love either, but they should play more with no Derek White. All right, on the Miami side, Jimmy Butler, Bama Bio. It's a decent matchup here. Um, you know, Jimmy has a pretty high floor, has triple-double upside. I think he's a pretty fair play. Also, small forward is always weak on these on these slates, so Jimmy, definitely viable. Bama bio at 8-7 also, I think, is, you know, priced about right, but still has a little bit of upside. Now, keep an eye on none and Hero. This is pretty big. If they're both out, I'm pretty high on Goran Dragic. I was shocked he played 35 minutes. They've really been easing his minutes, but he played 35 the last game. So, Assuming uh, none and Hero out again, if Dragic starts, I think he's actually a really good play in the mid-range. And then Trevor Reza kind of had a big game. Eh, it feels like chasing a little bit at 4-6. And is at 3-3. And eh, we can probably do better for value. All right, Portland-Memphis. This is a game I do like, which means they'll probably blow out. Uh, so the top two guards, Lillard and CJ, are both in play might prefer the price in CJ now at 8.1k to Lillard at 9.3 but again I like the matchup a good amount and you guys know I'm high on Yusuf Nurkic again uh was on pace for a massive game tonight and the game blew out uh previous two games 50 plus I'm not afraid of Jonas Valanciunas defense as long as he's out of foul trouble we're gonna get about 30 minutes from Nurkic so I like him once again in the mid-range secondary options like Powell Covington Mello mm, don't know if we have to go there on the Memphis side, it's Ja and JV. Ja really seems to be turning a corner now. Even with JV back, he's put up a couple big games. for 44 last game in a blowout against Denver. Um, he seems, again, to be turning it on recently. This is a good matchup. He just went for 60-plus against Portland about a week ago. So, um, yeah, I am high on, on Ja Morant for tournaments. I don't know if I pull a trigger in a in cash game today, too, but I like the upside. Jonas Valanciunas with Triple J back um i would say it's a little riskier but still uh viable for gpp's i'm probably not gonna get to anyone else from the fully healthy memphis team all right new orleans and denver zion as a can train spend up playable the guy that i do like and i think it's underpriced is lonzo ball so good to see is 34 and 38 minutes uh if lonzo's gonna play 35 plus minutes even this matchup he's too cheap at 6.5k so i think lonzo's a pretty good play in the mid-range and then big news steven adams if steven adams is out again We can go to Guillermo Hernan Gomez would be one of my favorite Valley plays. The only issue is, you know, potential for foul trouble against uh, Nikola Jokic, but it's not, he's super expensive. So Hernan Gomez would like, I think Jackson Hayes got in foul trouble last game. He played 17 minutes. Yeah, he did. Um, both those guys are, are playable, are, are good values, but would prefer whoever starts. Guessing it would be Hernan Gomez uh, over Jackson Hastings. He played well the last game. Uh, on the Denver side, Nicole Jokic at 11K. I mean, if there's no Steven Adams, he'll be able to feast against either center they try to throw on him. So, really like Jokic at the top. Uh, MPJ is certainly playable at 8 6. He has been clearly their number two option. He's been playing really well of late uh, 43, 59, and 47 fantasy points. Even at 86, I'm actually fine going to MPJ. The rest of Nuggets is where it gets hard to trust anyone. Dozier had the big game two games ago, but it came back down to earth for 19 fancy points. Gordon's been disappointing. Campozo, Price about right. Rivers is, well, Austin Rivers. So nothing else I feel super confident in. All right, Utah, Sacramento. So still no Mitchell. Gobert at 8.3K. Again, like, hopefully the minutes doesn't, his, like, he doesn't get a big bump with Mitchell off the court. The guy that does get the big bump is Mike is Mike Conley. Um, I, I like him a good amount, even at seven six. Great matchup, should play again. Low to mid thirties minutes, um, so I do like Conley even at that price. Ingles has been a little bit disappointing of late. Uh, one of nine and three of fourteen shooting. He's not gonna keep, going to continue to shoot that bad, so I still think he's in play the mid range. But would rather get to Conley and then Clarkson is always in play for GPPs. I don't really love the price now at almost seven K, but he has shot sixteen and twenty times the last couple games. Like he's going to get shot attempts up. Like, when he has that game where he has a good shooting game, he could go for 50. So, still have interest in there for tournaments. Bojan, again, I don't play. And Royce O'Neill is kind of just a secondary play. All right, Sacramento. So, De'Aaron Fox still out. Harrison Barnes is questionable, I think. So, keep an eye on this one. Um, we'll start with Halburn. Even in a bad matchup, Halburn's going to play 35-plus minutes. At 7-1, I still have interest in him. A guy that can stuff a stat sheet. Uh, Buddy Heald is fine, but would rather get to Halburn at a similar price. Keep an eye on Rashawn Holmes. If there's no mid summit, he's a viable tournament play, even in a bad matchup. And then if there's no Barnes, like, I don't know what they're... Like, are they going to move DeLon Wright in the starting lineup? Harkless is already starting at 3-8. He's a low-usage guy, but, like, you can play him. You're never going to feel good about playing Mo Harkless. Again, DeLon Wright, 27-22 minutes off the bench the last couple games. Like, see what they do. Like, if he starts, would like him more. He comes to the bench a little bit riskier. And then... Like, Damian Jones got some of the backup five run, but I'm probably not going to do that. Like, Terrence Davis has played 16 and 19 minutes last couple games. Like, maybe, like, Davis or DeLon Wright are more viable if there's no Harrison Barnes. And keep an eye on that one. Finally, Clippers and Suns. So, Paul George uh, ruined everyone's lineup the other day, including myself. Uh, he was the ultimate chalk and just foul trouble plus blowout. Still no choir. Quiet's doubtful and fortunate for my best ball team. I got another just knife to the chest. Um, I don't like the matchup as much here against Phoenix. Phoenix is really solid defensively. So at 9.8K, I still think Paul George is is a solid spend-up, but not a priority play for me. And like Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, mm, I don't know if I get to anyone else here on the Clippers. Um, And again, Kawhi Leonard, Doubtful, so don't expect him to play. We'll mention Boogie has played, uh, you know, been playing the backup five. He got extended because of the blowout but he should get about 15 minutes off the bench. If you want to take a shot in Boogie Cousins, I actually don't hate it because he's that good of a point a guy. And if something happens to Zubach, if you get in like foul trouble and Cousins has to play more, right? Playable. So Cousins, I actually think is the least intriguing for GPPs. And finally, the Phoenix Suns. So uh, Devin Booker at 8K, fine tournament play. Chris Paul at 7-6 in a revenge game narrative. The minutes have been a lot higher recently for him. 38-34, 38-33, 34 minutes last five games. Um, that's good to see. Plus, again, he has the floor of the peripheral stats. Uh, again, revenge game of two. So I think Chris Paul is a pretty solid play in the mid-range. And then DeAndre Aiden, too. Again, like 34, 33, 35 minutes. If he's going to continue to play about 35 minutes, I think he's a fair play at his price. Keep an eye on Jake Crowder, Dario Sarcher. If they're both out, then I guess we can consider the duo of, like, Cam Johnson and, and Torrey Craig. But, again, you're not going to feel good. Uh, people chase the Torrey Craig game, and sure enough, nine fancy ones, right? So it's like, I just don't trust the soccer day plays at all for the Phoenix Suns. And yeah, that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you do live. Well, let's hope for a better slate today because this slate went just awful for myself. Uh, but yeah, again, I'll see you guys all in the live stream tomorrow. Have a great night, uh, and again, I'll see you tomorrow.